Welcome to Skin Care Moxie, the podcast to educate, inform, and empower you to care for and love the skin you're in. Presented by The A Method, the medical-grade skincare brand co-founded by induction therapy CEO Angelia Insko in collaboration with renowned cosmetic dermatologist Dr. Tina Alster. Welcome, listeners. I'm Kelly Fletcher, co-host of Skincare Moxie. Think of me as your personal skincare detective, trying to get to the bottom of this industry and figure out which ingredients and products are most important in an effective skincare routine, what to buy, how to cut to the chase on products that live up to the hype, and those that are, well, just a big money pit. If you're anything like me, and I'm a woman in my early 50s, trying to hold on to any little trace of youth I have left, the plethora of skincare products on the market is just plain overwhelming and confusing. That's why when Angelia Ensco, co-founder and CEO of the A-Method Medical Grade Skincare Line, asked me to co-host a new podcast, I jumped at the chance to learn. So Angelia is an industry veteran, skincare formulator, and inventor of the Collagen Pen microneedling device. She has generously agreed to share her skincare knowledge with us so we can make smart product choices. Angelia, it's so good to be back here with you this week in sunny Florida. Yes, Kelly, thank you. It is great to be back here to kick off the summer season. I'm really enjoying this podcast, and I've been getting some interesting emails from women and some men about their skincare concerns. Well, that's awesome, and you were so generous to give out your email, which is angelia at theamethod.com, where she will personally answer your questions about your skincare concerns. So I suppose we're fulfilling our mission of this podcast, which is about combating misinformation and putting the power back into the hands of consumers when it comes to skincare products. Absolutely, Kelly. That is our goal. Awesome. Well, I'm really excited about today's topic. You know, anytime I'm feeling tired or maybe like I'm getting a cold or I'm just run down, my mom always says, drink lots of water, get lots of rest, and don't forget to take your vitamin C. And my grandmother used to preach that too. She was a nurse. So it's been like beaten into my subconscious my whole life. So Today, it's very apropos since the topic is get your glow on with vitamin C. Angelia, I know you and Dr. Tina Alster, she's the renowned cosmetic dermatologist and co-founder of the A-Method, who is um, your partner in this brand. You both preach the importance of vitamin C as one of the most important steps in an effective skincare regime. And actually, it is Dr. Alster's number one, like, favorite go-to ingredient, right? It is. She's insist upon using uh, vitamin C every day. Well, I, I pulled a clip of Dr. Alster talking about vitamin C, and uh, let's hear what she has to say. So how about vitamin C? Vitamin C is a powerful antioxidant. It clears away the free radicals, which are damaging to your skin. Free radicals occur with cumulative sun damage and stressors to the skin. So you want to clear those bad Pac-Men away from your skin, which are eating up your skin, basically. So what I like to do is apply a topical either serum or a gel. Now, I use both of these independently and at different times of year. They're both equally effective. This one is a serum. It's a clear serum. You actually apply it with a dropper bottle, um, about half a dropper full. I put it on my skin and I rub it in, okay? The thing about this is that most of these vitamin Cs, and this one also contains vitamin E and ferulic acid, 
all three of which are antioxidants that work together to amplify your collagen and clear away those free radicals. The problem with most of these serums that are out there is that they turn yellow over time. As you'll notice, mine is clear. And if it's clear, it's active. Okay, that's what you want. This will stay clear for the entire time you have this bottle, okay? So this one is nice, but it's very light. It's good for people with oily skin, good for use as a layering compound in the summertime when you naturally have a little bit more humidity in the air. And then you can put sunscreen on top. In the fall or winter when things dry up, particularly for those of us who live in the Northeast, this sea gel is very nice. It's a very emollient gel. Again, staying clear, does not turn yellow over time. And it has an airless pump, so it really doesn't get damaged as much as the serum bottles do. But this is really nice to use in the winter. Again, I apply one of these in the morning under sunscreen every day, regardless of whether or not I'm going to be outside. Last but not least, another vitamin C compound in the A method line are these pads. Now, what's nice about pads, again, these are Stridex looking pads, but they have vitamin C as well as lactic acid and other things that kind of turn the skin cells but what's nice about this is that you can take a simple pad out and wipe it all over your arms if you have some dispigmentation or even the legs or, say, the chest. And you can also use it on your neck. Now, it's not as moisturizing as, say, this, but it does spread a long way. So you can use one of these pads to cover, say, both your arms. And it's a nice way to get the antioxidant activity in your skin. So, yes, Kelly, vitamin C has a powerful punch and helps with many skin conditions. So some of the most that's well known for is protecting your skin against free radicals. And by doing that, it's also protecting you from the sun. You get some sun protection from it, but protecting your skin against those free radicals, it cuts down on inflammation and collagen loss. It also helps produce collagen and it helps with hyperpigmentation, fine lines, wrinkles, acne scars, and even rosacea. Now, if you do have rosacea, you want to start out at a lower strength of vitamin C and work your way up as it is a form of acid, but it is anti-inflammatory, which rosacea does include inflammation. Well, I love the way it feels on my skin. Um, I've been using a vitamin C product now for about a year, and it's interesting that going into summer, you know, we just got through the Memorial Day weekend, and so it's the unofficial start to summer, and this is a product that you've said Put it on even when you're going out in the sun under your sunscreen. Correct. Because it does fight free radicals. And then hyperpigmentation, which always is worse in the summer. If I get any amount of sun at all, I'll start seeing little spots. So, Angelie, is this the same kind of vitamin C or vitamin C derivative that my mom insists that I take to boost my immune system? So, you know, we're familiar, Kelly, with drinking like orange juice to get some natural vitamin C. And, of course, we take vitamin C supplements and vitamin C can be found in all of your crucifix vegetables, your citrus fruits, tomatoes. But, I mean, I read a bioavailability study of that when you're drinking orange juice, there was clinical studies done on that showing no real bioavailability of ascorbic acid in there. So, obviously, we want you eating and drinking antioxidants. They're very powerful. But also, you need to be putting them on the outside of your skin to protect you from the environment. So, you've heard that beauty comes from the inside out. And it also goes from the outside in. So we need to be working in both directions to get the maximum benefit. Okay, so we get it from the nutrients aspect of what we eat and drink. But then as far as our skin goes, we need to put it on so it is absorbing into the external organ, which is yes. the skin. So, okay, that's protecting all of your other organs. 
Right, exactly. So that was, we talked about that on the very first episode, how skin is the largest organ and we take really care of our heart and our liver and other organs, but we don't, we just ignore our skin sometimes. So I just wanted to ask the question, why vitamin C? We've talked about several key ingredients on this podcast, including retinol and various types of acids. And we've learned from you that retinol and acids in skincare products are paramount to an effective skincare routine. So why is vitamin C right up there on the list with the number one ingredient? So vitamin C is a product that you want to use during the day. And the great thing about it is, is it does not leave your skin vulnerable to sun, which a lot of people, you know, feel they can't use retinol or acids because that leaves them more vulnerable to sun and it may be getting more damage. So you're going to actually get protection from vitamin C. And once again, it's one of the best collagen stimulator products that you can put on your skin as well. So talk a little bit more about that. We talked about collagen production on one episode quite extensively, but if a listener's just tuning in, can you kind of go back and give a tutorial on collagen production and how that works and why it's so important? So what collagen does is it forms new skin down in the dermal layer of your skin. So then that new skin comes to the surface through your skin cycles and keeps new healthy skin at the surface. As we age, that naturally slows down on its own, sometime usually around the age of 30. So if we can keep that collagen stimulation going on, then we're going to keep younger, healthier looking skin naturally. So vitamin C is another product that helps us with collagen production. We also talked about it neutralizing free radicals, which I've learned more about free radicals, which are just... I guess, molecules that are in, in the environment, right? That they're can, everywhere. They're everywhere. And it could be secondhand smoke or yes. it could be pollution from a car, a car or pesticide, right? Correct. I mean, there's so many things out there. So we really have to fight free radicals. Angelia, what should we look for in a good vitamin C product? Just like other ingredients we've been talking about on the podcast, it matters how much of the active ingredient is in there, right? Correct. So this is where it can get really tricky, Kelly, because some people use different levels of vitamin C in there and different forms of vitamin C, but you want to look for stability. And the thing about vitamin C is it's really unstable and it's hard to stabilize. So water and air can make it oxidize. So what I want to put a picture in your head for that is when you see an apple, when you cut an apple and it starts to turn brown, that's oxidation. So if your vitamin C is in a dropper bottle, for instance, and you open it, it's going to get air in that bottle. So at that point, if it's in a water base, it can begin to oxidize and lose its efficacy from the moment that you open the bottle. There are anhydrous bases you can put it in, but then your label wouldn't say water. That's how you'll know the difference. And that is a very stable form as well. But some people don't always necessarily like the texture of that. And of course, then Dr. Alster has her C-gel base, which is in a silicone base. Typically, a good starting point is around 10%. I wouldn't really start lower than that to have effective amount. And I would only start there if you were somebody who had rosacea. 15% is also the next step. And then we have a 20%. If you see one that says it's more than 20%, be leery. It's very hard to stabilize over that. I know because we're trying to work on one of, that is. But a lot of people use an ingredient. So let's say that if I buy raw L-ascorbic acid from a supplier and that 
active ingredient may only be itself, let's say, 40% L-ascorbic acid. So I've started out with already 40%. I have seen people label things C40 or C50 or whatever because of that, not because it truly has that active amount in there. So that's where people get misled. Okay. So I use the vitamin C 20% and I've had no problems with it. I've had no real peeling or redness or no kind of reaction. And I love it. And I can definitely tell a difference in my skin. So going back to the stabilization. So if you buy a vitamin C product and you open it and it's getting air to it and it's oxidizing, you wouldn't even really know that, right? You would if you saw the color go from clear to start getting dingy. Okay. Now, Dr. Alster has a C-Gel 20, and it's in a pump, so you never have to open it and get that air. Right. So we just need to be wary if we're buying any kind of vitamin C product out there on the mass market, and it starts to lose its clear color and get dingy, light brown at all, then it's lost its efficacy and you're just putting something on your skin that's not doing much of anything. Well, not necessarily because it starts to lose efficacy over time. So, you know, if it's just a light tinge, you've still got some benefit in there. Once again, it's like you cut open an apple and you eat it. It's oxidized. It's brown. You're still getting some nutrient value, but it is depleting. So over time, you want to be careful of that. My best advice is if you're using a vitamin C where you have to open up the bottle is don't set it on a shelf and go backwards and forwards over months using it. Use it up as quickly as possible because they can start to oxidize. So what other forms does vitamin C come in? I know there are serums. Mm -hmm. What gels? There is a gel. There is lotions and there is cleansers. And you can even get it like a vitamin C, like kind of in a toner formula or in a pad formula. And then I'm assuming there are also vitamin C masks. There, yeah, there are. Vitamin, vitamin C, C masks mask and facial masks. So do you think there's one formulation, whether it's a serum or a gel or a cream, that is better? What do you prefer or recommend? So serums are concentrations. So when you're getting a serum, you're getting a more nutrient-packed product to put onto your skin. So I really recommend going with a serum. And that's why serums are more expensive, right? I've learned this because they're more highly concentrated, which means they have more active ingredients and active ingredients cost more money. Correct. Okay. I'm getting this. Although I did find out from you yesterday that I was putting my vitamin C on the wrong layer. So that's an important (laughs) part too. We got to do that as an episode sometime. Yeah, we got to. Layering is so important because I saw Angelia and I was like, I've been so religious about my skincare and my vitamin C. How do you think my skin looks? And she goes, it looks good, but it could look better. Like what, you know, what's the order? And then she's like, Kelly, no, you know better. You're supposed to be doing vitamin C first. Correct. <laughs> we got to look at that molecular weight. We talked about that on right. the first episode, I believe. Whatever the lowest molecular weight is of the product, it should go on earlier in the layering process. Correct. Great. Okay. I've got it. So what about the pH in vitamin C? Cause that's something else that we need to be concerned about, right? Yes. A typical vitamin C that's stable, the pH wants to be around 3.4 to 3.8. And it's going to depend on the base. Most customers won't know what the pH is anyway. And it's not like where we discussed acids and when you raise the pH, you buffer it out. The pH here is about stabilizing and keeping that active ingredient stable. And besides stabilization, 
Are there any other big challenges with formulating vitamin C or anything that we need to look out for when we're shopping for a vitamin C product? Stabilization is number one and the amount of active vitamin C in there. And that's the very hard for customers to understand. And that's why I say go to a medical clinic and get your vitamin C. So somebody there really has knowledge about the amount of vitamin C you're getting in that product. And like you were talking about the pump that is used with the A-method vitamin C serum and gel, those are both airless pumps, right? Correct. So that really helps the product to to prolong its its shelf life. Mm -hmm. Because the last thing you want to do is go pay a hundred bucks or however much for a vitamin C serum or gel, and then it destabilizes before you've even gotten halfway through the product. And you just correct. Yeah. Yeah. And okay. I do want to say that the A method vitamin C's are 20% vitamin C's. That's a maximum on the market. Some of the more pricey vitamin C's are not 20% and they're not stable. So that's all a marketing thing. It is. So as long as you look for the higher percentage of vitamin C and you make sure it's in an airless pump, then you're going to be getting a better product. Or if it's in an anhydrous base, it doesn't have to be in an airless pump to stay stable. What is an anhydrous base again? An anhydrous base is not water and it's not oil. Okay. So if we're looking on the back of a vitamin C product label, what should we be looking for in what order as far as examining the ingredients? So one, look at whether it's got water in it or not, and that'll usually be the first ingredient. So now you know you have a less stable form of vitamin C. That's not to mean it's not stable. It just means it's going to oxidize over time usually if air hits it. And then you want to look at where that vitamin C falls on the label. So let's say somebody's not telling you what percentage is in it. If that form of vitamin C that's in there is like, say, the 10th ingredient or probably even the 8th ingredient, you're really not getting much vitamin C. You know, you really want to see that in the first four to five ingredients to know that you're getting an adequate amount of vitamin C on your skin. Okay, great. So... Last week, our topic was acids. We talked about should your skin be tripping on acid. And you talked about quite a few acids. We talked about glycolic, hyaluronic, L-absorbic, TCA. Talk about the acid that is used in the A-Methods vitamin C skincare products. So obviously, vitamin C is an acid. It's L-ascorbic acid. But it works differently as far as that it's protecting you against the free radicals and it is stimulating collagen. Some of the other acids work more in your epidermal layer to help exfoliate, which allows then your things like vitamin C to get into your skin even better. So hyaluronic acid is a plumping hydrating agent. So they all can have a different benefit. And when you marry some of these together, I equate it, Kelly, like going to the gym and they, you know, they got all these different weights that I can use for my arms and all these different ones for my leg that target different muscles. When you're using multiple products like that, it's targeting different layers and different functions in your skin. So obviously, if I go to the gym and get on the treadmill, that's great. I'm doing something. My heart's getting to work out. If I add the others, I'm going to see more benefit. It's the same thing with adding different ingredients in your skincare. I got it. So we talked about vitamin C having an anti-inflammatory effect. And since this podcast is targeted towards women and anti-aging is a big concern One of the things that I struggled with in my 40s was hormonal acne. And I'm wondering, since vitamin C has an inflammatory, an anti-inflammatory effect, would it help women who are going through, you know, starting to be menopausal and sometimes get hormonal acne? It's really not for their acne. Okay. Now, 
there can be definitely inflammation there and it does help with inflammation. But at that age, one of your also bigger concerns is that you're losing collagen. And so that's what it's going to be good for is helping you produce that collagen. One of the things that I read is that post acne, that it can help the skin like after your acne's calm down. You want to talk about that at all? Yeah. So one of the things, think about this too, that vitamin C helps with inflammation. Inflammation around, as you think of a, an acne nodule, can lead to hyperpigmentation. If we can keep the inflammation down, we're going to limit that hyperpigmentation. If you are getting some, also the vitamin C helps with hyperpigmentation. So an inflammation of any organ leads to damage of that organ. So if we can minimize the inflammation, you're going to see an improvement in overall in your skin. And why is it that vitamin C is touted for giving your skin a glow? So it's one, it's you're producing new collagen, like a baby when they're born that you always say how their skin is glowing because they're producing, they've got all this bundles of collagen in their skin and we glow it also is exfoliating and you get those dead skin cells off and you glow. And then the serum alone is the hydration from the serum makes you glow. Right. Well, I haven't gotten the full glow yet, but I'm working on it. <laughs> <laughs> and vitamin C isn't just for your face, right? No. Um, what vitamin C products are out there and how can they be used on other parts of your body? Well, I think people tend to stay away from using vitamins, some vitamin C's on their body because they are expensive and we don't take care of our bodies. Most of us, the way we take care of our face, we definitely should be getting it down on our neck and our decolletes for sure. But you know, you could always just take your body lotion that you're using and put a drop of vitamin C in it to get some benefits to your body instead of taking, you know, a whole bottle of serum and rubbing it all over your body. But think about this. Think about stretch marks. Because it's stimulating collagen, it's going to help to firm that skin back up where you're losing weight, where you might have had stretch marks and they're narrowing down because you maybe you've lost weight. Or as you're getting older and you're getting sagging skin, it's going to give that skin more texture, like elasticity, how you can pull the skin and it bounces back. It's going to give it that. So if you were going to use it on other parts of your body and you just take a little bit and mix it with with what? another kind of lotion yeah. or a sunscreen or no I wouldn't put it with sunscreen at okay. all I would put it with a lotion and maybe it's a lotion that already has some forms of vitamin c in it maybe they're not 20 percent you know so they're not as strong but you're already getting some and then we can just add a couple drops to there to give it some more benefit okay I'm gonna try that because I definitely need to be taking care of not just my face and sometimes I'm really bad about I know I should be putting on lotion every time I get out of the shower and I'm like oh it's just one more thing to do but Maybe if I put the vitamin C serum in it and I know that I'm getting that extra, extra benefit, not just hydration, but anti-aging and anti-inflammatory, that might get me motivated to do it. <laughs> so, Angelia, you and Dr. Alster are close. And since vitamin C is her number one ingredient that she really, she would say if you had to go to an island with one only active ingredient to go with vitamin C. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> so what is her favorite vitamin C product in the A-Method line? It's her C gel. So it is a 20% vitamin C, but it's in a silicone base. And the texture of it is quite different than any other vitamin C out there. It being a gel, most of them are serum. But the silicone actually gives you another layer of protection on your skin. It's really surface-oriented to give you a barrier. But that is definitely her number one go-to product. So we talked on the clean skincare episode. We had an episode, The Dirty Truth About Clean Skincare. 
And we talked about how silicones are not always good in skincare products. So why is silicone in this sea gel? Stabilization. It's anhydrous, so it's very stable. There's no water in it. Silicones can give you a barrier, which can have a good effect for certain skin types, especially. But we don't want to overdo it with a bunch of silicones. And that's the one I use, the C20. So, Angelia, on this podcast, we often talk about pricing because one of the big confusing factors out there when you go to buy skincare products, especially higher-end medical-grade skincare products, is how to know whether you're getting ripped off. How much should a good vitamin C serum at, say, 20% cost? How do you know if you're going over a certain dollar amount that it's not worth the extra spend? Most good vitamin C serums that are in the 20% range, you should be able to locate around $100. Now, I know there are some out there that are way more, but they're not more effective and they don't offer more benefit. And sometimes those formulas are not even stable. That's just a branding and marketing positioning. Uh Yes. So the A-Methods vitamin C products are, I think, very reasonably priced. And actually, if you go to the website, theamethod.com, and you subscribe to the podcast, you will get in your email inbox a discount code for 20% off an entire purchase. So if you decide that you want to get on a regimen, the smart thing to do would just be to go buy your whole regimen and get 20% off that whole, you know, the whole purchase. It's a one-time discount code. Also, Angelia has, once again, I mentioned earlier, so generously given out her personal email Angelia, A-N-G-E-L-I-A at theamethod.com. So if you need help getting on a skincare regimen, you can email her directly and she will ask you some questions about your skin, your age, what you're trying to accomplish, what your biggest skincare concerns are, and then she'll be able to send you links to the products that will help you the most. So, Yeah, and you know, Kelly, they may even find that I don't always recommend an A-Method product depending on their situation. And I probably will ask for them to send me in pictures so I can kind of see what's going on to give them the best advice of what they could be using. Right. And so listeners, this is a a valuable service that you normally would have to go into a medical spa or go directly to an esthetician. And that is always the first preferred way to go about it. But if you want to avoid that step and just get right down to it and get started on a good skincare regimen today, just email Angelia. And Kelly, I believe there's a live link maybe on the website now where they can go to the A method. Live and, chat. Yeah. And I ask know the live question. chat was being added. So it should be. Yeah. It should be up now. And sometimes it's just people want to know the products they have and how to layer them. Because like you were telling me yesterday, you know, you were using vitamin C, but you weren't using it in the right order to get the maximum benefit. So sometimes people just want to know that. Right. So listeners, you can also go to the A method.com, click on the live chat and a licensed esthetician will answer your questions directly from the live chat as well. So thank you, Angelia, for sharing your wisdom and insights with us today on vitamin C. And thank you for your passion for health, not just skincare, but you're so passionate about just general overall health and how skin plays into that and diet plays into good, healthy skincare as well. So To our listeners, don't forget to follow the Skincare Moxie podcast and social media by following the A Method on Facebook and the A Method at the A Method on Instagram. You can also follow the hashtag Skincare Moxie and Moxie is spelled M-O-X-I-E.
And special thanks to our sound engineer, Chris Hill of Knoxville-based HumblePod at HumblePod.com. Thanks, everyone. Until next time. <laughs>